um, you know, when I'm in there wrestling, um, I feel I feel energized. I feel good. I feel like I've got a lot left in the tank. You have to grow a mohawk so that you can go by the name Kleba Lang. The ratings are through the roof right now. Right. <laughs> Catch Terry and Gary every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern live on Podcast Detroit. Download Terry and Gary or stream on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or the Terry and Gary TV YouTube channel. You know what to do next. Leave your expectations at the door and enjoy the show. Terry and Gary's Low Expectations Podcast is back. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year, Gary. We have, a, we have a fun show planned. It should be a quick show. We're going to do a recap of Insane Holiday Hell, IWR8. Uh, with us today, we got Mark Roberts, our IWR announcer, our in-ring announcer. And we have Joe Brony, our man that's on commentary for the shows. So uh, why don't you guys tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Mark? Well, yes, I'm the uh, the ring announcer. I do some hype videos, do some uh, do some interviews, and uh, uh, occasionally other places do some commentary. So basically, all of the uh, the speaking roles for uh, IWR and uh, a couple other places in Michigan right now, and looking to branch out beyond that. All right, and Joe. Hey, uh, my name is Joe Brony, and uh, I have done this for a long time, but I'm just getting back into it after a long layoff. So uh, I do commentary for uh, IWR, uh, as well as F5 Wrestling here locally in Michigan. And, uh, yeah, that's enough. I'm not looking to branch out. I, yeah, Mark's got way, way too much time on his hands. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah this is good. Too much time on your hands, Mark? What's that? You have too much time on your hands? I, I've, I have some, some, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of wrestling to watch on TV, but other than that. <laughs> Truly there is. But nothing like we see at uh, IWR, though. Jason Miller wants to say hi, everyone. So he'll probably be on here a little bit, maybe talking smack because he likes to he likes to mix it up a little bit, huh, Jason? Well, hello, Jason. Uh, we got Rita Doobie. Hello, guys. So happy to see ah, you, Rita. Yeah, we hello. are missing somebody though. Who are we missing? Rita's got the tickets. Rita's got the tickets. That's right. Oh yeah, we're missing Rhino. Yeah, I should have my sign. Where's <laughs> Rhino? My <laughs> ego's so huge, I didn't even notice he wasn't here. Just, <laughs> well, that's what we got you on. Friends. It, yeah. it can't, cancels it out. We do ego by weight now, apparently. So this is going <laughs> to work out well. I'm right up there. A quickie with Mark. Yeah, that's he talks way too much for a quickie. This, Mark, just there's just a running commentary soundtrack the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I stutter and stumble a lot, so you guys fill in wherever you can, wherever you can, wherever you think need be. We got Brain Jerk Entertainment on here. Brain Jerk Josh. Uh, those guys do a great job uh, at the show with us, too. Uh, look at these fine gentlemen. Super professional and great fit for IWR. You're talking about both of them? I want to know what podcast he's watching right now because it's not this one. <laughs> Josh, Josh, you better take the expectations a little lower. I think you guys have drub, drubbed up too much expectations for me. I don't know how we're going to have another show after this. Oof. And who he do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the purpose of this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about IWR8 uh, and get your guys' thoughts on some of the matches. we got a couple clips we want to play. One's a pretty long clip, but it's pretty violent, so I like to show the whole thing if we can, if we got time. But uh, yeah, the, it was a great match. It was a, uh, just an awesome atmosphere. Full house, standing room only. Uh, we had, what, three amazing VIP matches that, like I always say, I think they could be main events at other shows. Just uh, oh, the talent, talent we have is just is, is amazing. And those guys put on 
like uh, I believe Tommy Dreamer said later on, they put on a show like they're in front of twenty thousand people. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I would argue that that IWR has got a talent pool that's that's you know rivals national companies. It's just not a Michigan thing. It's it's solid. It's a solid talent pool. I I I think you and I and I agree. <laughs> so, but uh, our first match. Uh, what was the first match we had up there? Uh, we got Mark. It was uh, the Kenny Urban. It was Sam Beal defeating the Kenny Urban at the beginning of the VIP. Now, I hope people caught that. Did you guys catch that when, when Kenny Urban came out dressed as Sam Beal? So what was surprising to me was that there's actually two Nickelback fans. <laughs> I thought it was just Sam, but nope. Apparently, uh, that silly goose is a Nickelback fan as well. I don't think, I don't think the Kenny Urban is a Nickelback fan. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's still only one. There's but, still only one. You know, it was a really good way to get uh, under the skin, though. That was nice. Of, yeah, uh, of I, he, he seems to be able to do that. Uh, and and let's let's face it, Sam's Sam seems pretty easy to get under his skin. So he just <laughs> a little a little bit about his hair, a little bit about his uh, his Nickelback, and uh, should be interesting to see what happens. And those the wig crocs. was a nice touch. No, the wig it was. was. It was. Well, and, so yeah, and and the Crocs thing is what really gets me with Sam. Because I mean, I know what I know what sweaty feet smell like in Crocs. It's just though those holes do nothing. It's it's horrific. So <laughs> it allows you all to bear witness to the smell. <laughs> the, the, the world gets to crock out with you. Right. It's a good match though. It was good. You know, uh, right. I, I believe was that not Sam Beal's first victory in IWR. And you know, I'm horrible at this. I should have a better running tally of all these uh, somewhere, and I do. But I do believe he has won before. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I, I went back and watched. Time. Watch the video, and I, I heard you mention on commentary, Joe, that uh, that Ox looked good in the wig. Ox did. <laughs> yeah, so when you look at Ox, it's like he's got that head, right? And then you throw that wig on and framed it nicely. I mean, you know, we're not looking like Mona Lisa here, but <laughs> it was a definite improvement. I think Ox may be the most fascinating character in IWR. What what drives him? Why is he there? Why is he with Beal? Is it hair envy? I, I've got so many questions about Ox. I would definitely be Nickelback. Envy. Yeah, he, maybe he's the second Nickelback fan. He's the he's the the, the quiet the the Nickelback silent type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a Nickelback fan. Michelle uh, Evans, I want Rhino. Well, you, you know, and me both. we all do. Michelle, <laughs> <laughs> get in line, Michelle. We all want Rhino, but we are home expectations. I hardly ever expect him to show up. So we got IWR's legit in the game for sure. Yeah, I think uh, straight up. I think we're putting together a really nice roster. I think we could. I mean, yeah, I've been involved with cards like all over the country uh, with promotions and uh, uh, indie people, people with uh, you know weekly TV. And it's a it's a stacked stacked roster. Nice little home right there in the uh, the, the police brotherhood form. What uh, what do we call it? The <laughs> the FOP. The FOP. The House Fraternal of the Order of the Popo. Fraternal Order of the Popo. And we got a few Popo there too, so you guys be careful when you're there. And uh, Jason thinks that was hysterical. I think that was too. We're talking about, of course, Kenny Urban coming out dressed like Sam Beal. So you guys missed it. You guys missed a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. Get those VIPs, man. They're like th- Those those three matches are worth the price of admission. Right. And uh, we should have three more VIPs in IWR9. Uh, first row is already sold out. It's sold out instantly. So, But we nice. do have some second row left, and we have some third row left. 
Yeah, I, I love the idea of the uh, of the VIPs. Basically, gives the fans the opportunity to decide if they want to see a longer show, want to see more wrestling, uh, more some most of the time more straightforward matches. Though we saw some extra curricular stuff happen this time, uh, but really the whole thing is underpriced anyway. Like the front row <laughs> VIP cost could be the get in price to get through the door. And I think we would still have a full crowd there. So yep. you might as well go for it. Yep, yeah. <laughs> might as well go for it and get the VIP. Let's go for it. That's right. Let's, oh, I thought you wanted us to raise prices. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, that too, but you know, well, right, cost of living you know. increases, you know, Mark Roberts wants us to raise prices. So that's, that's the headline. Mark <laughs> Roberts says you don't yeah. pay enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the wig on the air dude was funny too. Yes. Well, I think one guy's hair was real. That was Sam. So. Right. Uh, that was the, the same thing. And then uh, Jason Miller again. He said it before, and he'll say it again. He'd rather go to an indie show than AWE or WWE any day. True that. Yeah, I mean it's it's right there. It's it's the best of uh, live theater and athletic competition, all up close and personal. It's it's amazing to watch these guys' dedication to what they do and what they put their bodies through, and this and they put on such a great show. Um, so second VIP match was was Rod Lee defeated Ace Evans. The Rod oh, Rages one. one. Yeah, yeah, Rod Rages. He caught him. He caught Ace real quick. Um, put on. He didn't. I don't even think he used his finisher. It was a, a kind of a tornado a DDT into a pinning combination sort of thing, and Ace went out. Sometimes you get caught like that. Sometimes you don't. This time Ace got caught, and uh, it was, you know I, I like Rod. I like Rod a lot. Rod Rages. Rod Lee is he's he's exuberant. I think he's winning the crowd over too. I, I really do think he's getting a lot of a lot of pull from the crowd. So yeah, the entrance is awesome, and uh, mm-hmm. really, but both of those guys are really really cool guys. Uh, yep. Rod and uh, and Ace. But I watched the Nate Thompson video of this and. Uh, I, it ended right at the end of the match, and that's really burying the lead on what happened here. Because yep. what, r- really, what happened is what happened after the bout with uh, with Rod Lee and Johnny Bravo. If you want to go into that, Joe, I was going to, but they're hammering, and I'm going to do it. They anyway. are. They are. So, that's so that, that's they're, okay. They're, the headline is Jive Turkey. It is. Yeah, the headline is Jive Turkey. So Johnny Bravo came out to uh, try and recruit Rod Lee. Um, and, uh, like I, and I, I'm sorry that there's, we didn't get to see that because I had a great line because, uh, uh signing a deal with Johnny Bravo isn't like signing a deal with the devil. It's kind of like signing a deal with hell's assistant manager. And, uh, and Rod said, no, Rod flat out turned him down. I wonder if anybody thought that he was going to, I mean, it's a pretty good offer. Johnny Bravo is the manager of champions. So I, I myself was kind of surprised that he didn't align himself with Johnny Bravo to maybe uh, up his, you know, up his value more, I think uh, in other matches, but I think it was a pretty bold move to say, to tell him no. Yeah. I mean, so, so Johnny Bravo is, uh, you know, not wholly responsible for, we'll get to it, getting the game changers in the main events, but uh, he's a big part of it. So, you know, maybe Rod could have used the rub. Maybe this was a bad move, but at the very least Rod's got his integrity intact. I'm interested to see if this means that uh, Bravo is looking to increase his numbers and actively recruiting others, or if he was just out for Rod. It'd be interesting to see. I think he does want to create a, a nice stable there. 
It's interesting. It's interesting. You know, in, 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 uh, so Bravo's work in other places is indicative of, uh, uh, really kind of helping people move to that next level. So we'll see who he convinces to, uh, get on the Bravo train. Yeah. I mean, he was a manager at Taya Valkyrie, uh, and she was the impact champion for, for God knows how long, uh, John right. Morrison, uh, mm-hmm. Johnny impact. So, I mean, he's, he's got a nice, he's got a nice history within the world he does with his, uh, with his stable, uh, imprisoned orange suit was, <laughs> it was, it was very I don't know if they let him keep that after prison or he's just wishful thinking. And like, what's next? Numbers off. Rod likes to keep it sucker free. That's right. That's what Rod told him. Sucker free, Rod Lee. And then we had the third VIP match. Right. That's a uh, double M three defeated amazing Nate Matson. And, and that was, was cool. That was an amazing match. It really was. And, and I've seen before. I mean, both those guys, their talent is just—it's just—it comes out so fluently on in the mat, you know, in the ring. Uh, oh, yeah. and so the cool thing is, so so MM3 grows up watching his dad wrestle Nate Matson, and yeah. then now he's in the ring with Nate Matson, and it just—it's great. So you know, third generation star MM3. Uh, the DBA's son, and who is the son of Sweet Daddy Malcolm Monroe, and then Nate Madsen, who is uh, you know a Michigan legend, has yeah. been around. On, what is it? This is his twenty fifth year, I think, I in the ring. So yeah, part of that Can Am connection with Scott Demore and, and all that cool stuff. So yeah, they, they mesh well together, and it was a great match. And I, I was happy to see uh, uh, Malcolm Monroe the third get the Duke on that one. Uh, it was it was a good it was a great match, and, and, and amazing Nate. Uh, you, you can't say enough about him. Nope. Uh, the things he's done, the, the places he's been, the championships he's won. I mean, people he's trained. I mean, he was he actually trained, you know, a little bit with Chris Saban or helped him help right. Chris Saban get to where he is. And, uh, we, of course, had to see, we got to see Chris Saban uh, battle for the uh, U.S. title uh, at IWRA. So that was pretty awesome to see. And uh, you mentioned uh, Scott D'Amour. Yep. Man showed up at our show. He yeah. did. Such, a, such an honor to have him uh, actually show up to an IWR event. I heard he was scouting for ring announcers. That's what, I mean, that was the rumor that I heard. <laughs> well, shh. Don't tell him he can hear you. <laughs> well, Scott looked great. I mean, yeah, yeah. Great you pucker up. There you go. <laughs> well, I don't think he watches mm. this. <laughs> I wonder if Canadian tastes different than American. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> can recruit Clucky. Does that mean Clucky? Probably Clucky. I think mean, Clucky. <laughs> clucky, who we'll get into that in a little bit later. But Rod needs to join my team. Oh, Clucky, that's right. Oh, Devin. You, need, you need more guys on your team to get you over the hump and get you uh, into that office next year, in the next uh, 2023, let's say. Yeah, so so Rod can uh, hit that pump handle driver on anyone that doesn't vote for you, right? That, that could be a you know, <laughs> vote or uh, get put down. Don't be sucker, don't be a sucker. MM3 is so good, trust the process, yes. Uh, like he I said, most of those guys. I mean, everybody, everybody that that comes into that ring is just is phenomenal. I hate to say one more than another, but you know, just exciting match. It was an exciting match, and uh, and Nate's Nate and MM3 both had a few exciting matches. I think uh, the MM3 when he was against uh, Trey in that uh, gauntlet match, their third time in the ring was was amazing. Yes. And I think believe I believe our first IWR event, amazing Nate. Uh, I think he battled Trey, and that was another uh, just mm-hmm. amazing, amazing match. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a cool part about the roster, too. You, I mean, anyone, you can pit anyone against anyone, and you're going to have a great match. There, there's not a, not a stinker in the bunch. We, we've got packed houses, but I've definitely been to my fair share of Southeast Michigan wrestling shows that do not have packed houses. And <laughs> Nate Matson can turn people rabid. I mean, he just knows every little trick to get however many people are there engaged in what they're watching. Right. Good stuff. Someone is in the midst of a full Reno. Can we see the outcome on a future show? Can we see the outcome on a future show? Guys. And that takes us to our main card. The processing. Just the process. And uh, the main card. What, what was the first match in our main card, Mark? We opened with the Hornswoggle match, which uh, leads me to uh, the question we had earlier about Bravo and whether he is recruiting. Do you think that he would pick up Benjamin Boone after the performance in the six-man tag? So, I mean, historically in IWR, uh, The Bachelor doesn't have a great record. (laughs) Just, you know. In the ring or with the ladies. <laughs> but a but a wonderfully green thumb though, so there's that. <laughs> just, just to be clear, this was the the amazing trio of DBA, the mysterious Movado, and Hornswoggle taking on DTA and Boone. And Hornswoggle, I believe, pinned Boone. Right. Yes. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. So so when the so the DTA Death Threat Army, uh, it's uh, Aaron Orion and Jack Price and Benjamin Boone. And I thought that was an odd pairing until our next team came out, which is the Mysterious Movado, the DBA, and Hornswoggle. It's it just a styles clash is probably a uh, uh, underused term for this one. Uh, it's kind of it's interesting though because Movado and DBA have been in, around for decades and gone to war for decades, finally deciding they make a better team than opponents, and then they bring in Hornswoggle, uh, you know, 18-year vet, so, you know, time and, and wiliness and and uh, just being uh, uh, unpredictable is on the side of that team, so I think that went a long way to, to them getting the win. And I personally really like, uh, on a side note, the team of Malcolm and uh, Mysterious and Bottle. Uh, they, they've teamed up the team a couple times now in IWR, and and I was I was impressed how well they worked together. I mean, maybe as so you said, doing the battles over the last twenty years against each other. You know, maybe they've uh, learned how to work cohesively and uh, become a pretty good team. I think they yeah. balance each other out nicely. They they complement each other well. Because I I've never thought that uh, DBA was silly, and I never thought that Movado was going to stab me or set me on fire. So you know, they, <laughs> I just don't know. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either, one of these two things can happen. Uh, I mean, I think you know. So, so you know, the next IWR show, uh, IWR Nine is going to see a, a tag team title uh, given out to, to one of the two teams. But looking over their shoulders, they got to be looking at Movado and DBA. I mean, well, let's talk about that. I mean, this one of our main matches for IWR Nine is the IWR Tag Team Championship title match, uh, which is going to pit the reunion Rhino and Heath. Back together again. Well, I think they're always together. But back together again here in Monroe. In the ring. First time. But in the ring, yeah. But, no, they're in, they're on Impact together, too. I think their tag team's on Impact, too. So, uh, spoiler alert. Anyways, they're going to fake DTA. 
And that is what we were talking about earlier. Bravo uh, having a chance to bring a tag team to gold. It could be the first time that we see Bravo get his hands on a championship here in, in IWR. And I'm looking right. forward. I think DTA is a formidable. I mean, they're. Oh, I mean, yeah. Keith and Rhino speak for themselves, but DTA I mean, is a formidable opponent. There's a long list of, of IWR uh, roster members that aren't on national TV in other places that absolutely belong on national TV in other places. Uh, the DTA, uh, that pairing is one of them. Dread King Logan, uh, you know, you know, uh, MM3. Just we've got uh, so many um, impact players. Huh, see what I did there? Impact and and uh, that aren't on impact. Or anywhere else for that matter, but they, they absolutely belong in these main events, and they absolutely belong um, in the ring with, with who they are. So, yeah, uh, even though uh, that uh, so Boone took the the pin in the Hornswoggle match, that leaves the DTA open to uh, with a little bit of not negative momentum going into this match with Heath and, and Rhino. So it's right. going to be very interesting. And, and they kind of walked away from Boone. Yeah, they left him behind. Yeah, they kind of like who is this guy? You know, and who wouldn't, you know? <laughs> they gave his rose back. But speaking of Hornswoggle uh, being in this match, it was when he came out and his music his music dropped. I mean, it was, yep. it was, it was pretty it was pretty amazing. I want to show a little clip of what you got to see of Hornswoggle in the ring at IWR8. Not that one. Now, is that a legal move? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Unless you know, so uh, nipples are not a foreign object. They're they're on every wrestler when they enter the ring. So yeah, go for them. Purple nurple it. I don't know if Jack left with any. <laughs> or Aaron, Aaron. I don't know if Aaron left with any. <laughs> he, he did. They're just larger than they were when he came. <laughs> they're larger more, but no, he was he was so fun, and I believe he got the victory over Ben with a choke slam. Yes, <laughs> he just slam, did. Really. So yeah, it was it was like oh. he grabbed a peck and maybe he used the peck as leverage. Maybe he grabbed, grabbed, the, grabbed the nip and picked him up. And but anyways, get to IWR's uh, Terry and Gary's uh, TV YouTube page to watch that whole video uh, commentary by Joe Brony. Uh, it was it's it's a definite it's a definite must watch. So, but um, next match we got to keep going. We got to keep moving along here. <laughs> Okay, well, this that is exactly how uh, the match itself went, where uh, one thing led to another, right? That's This is where we had, uh, well, on the match listing, it says Connor defeated Tanner, but a lot more than that happened. Yeah, well, yeah. We, uh, this actually was Tanner facing... Chris Klontz. Chris Klontz. That's right. It was Tanner versus the actual Klontz. match. It's 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 total chaos in IWR event. It's insanity. Oh yeah, this match, match 
it was it was a one on one, then it turned into a three way, and then it turned into a uh, four fatal four way that was literally fatal for people. And <laughs> there was tables broken, there were yep. doors broken, yep. there were Lego impalements. There were there was a misuse of a crutch that is yeah. absolutely horrifying. If you tell Connor that's not the way to use a crutch, I think that means the last time you ever say something. So I think that's how he believes crutches are used. And as far <laughs> as I'm concerned, that's how crutches are used. Then whenever he's in the room, that's my answer from <laughs> now on. And actually, this is a long clip. I don't want to play all of it, but you, just to witness some of the stuff that that Connor is capable of in the ring. Uh, so let, let's 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 show that. And I keep picking this wrong. me watching it and that's just a taste of it i mean I, I wish i could fast forward i think it's like a five minute long clip so i don't know if you want to show the whole thing or not but it was terrifying it, it, it may terrifying. be a cliche to say that man has a family but chris Klontz legitimately <laughs> has like seven children so i i hear that the licensing board is going to give connor a chiropractic license after that for how he adjusted uh mr Klontz's spine and just just so happened to have a chiropractor in the house that night too, one of our sponsors. So, <laughs> good way to go, Chris. You lucked out. <laughs> have, have we heard anything of uh, what happened to Clucky? Is Clucky okay? Oh, I, Clucky! I I, I, I want to show this video so bad. Do you guys want to watch the rest of it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you? Is it still playing while we're while we're talking? Can you oh, go so back yeah. in? <laughs>
didn't want to play it all, but I had to play it all because it just it just shows shows you what you can see at an IWR event and what these guys go through. And to see to see Connor, I seen an actual meme. Somebody made a meme about this. To see Connor staring at Clucky while Daddy's music or Daddy's Money's music is playing. Not, <laughs> I didn't know I needed that until I seen it, and now it's like right. it, it's, it's. I mean, the cock of the head, like. What is this guy doing out here in my ring? Is this real? Clucky, I mean, the guy is, I mean, I, I can't believe that that is the singlet holds in those gonads because they're massive. And uh, whew, that was the, the worst trip I've ever seen from, a, from an acid drop. He just went on one bad trip because that, <laughs> that was rough. That was rough. And, and he didn't go through the first time. No, no. He's a build. He bounced. Boom. So so he goes over the top. He doesn't go through when he hits. Here's a testament to the the amount of force Connor put into it. From three feet up, he drove him through it. So yeah, gravity doesn't pay attention to Connor. Physics doesn't pay attention to Connor. And Tanner obviously asked for Legos for Christmas because oh, Santa delivered. They're probably still picking him out of his skin right now. So, yeah. so oh he just pulled a full Death Star model right out of his skin is star wars legos i'd really like to have a sit down with clucky to to talk about what what he thought was going to happen and what what drove him to uh to enter the ring there at, at that moment uh with the doors out and everything and did you guys see what happened to ray phoenix last night it was absolutely gruesome oh, and, and mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, I, I thought uh i thought um the other guy what's his name luchasaurus yeah. I thought he might have broke some ribs the way that door came up and nailed him in the stomach. I didn't even notice until the second time they played it how Ray Phoenix is on. I didn't see it the first time either, but his his hand was touching his shoulder in the wrong direction. And uh, that's it, it shows you the sort of danger that you're in and how anything can go wrong at any time. And, and luckily, Clucky, I think, made it through in one piece, but good God. And that's why people get smacked by wrestlers when they say it's fake. That's why I wore my shirt. Hey, look. Let's see it. My David Schultz don't call me fake shirt. <laughs> and I believe he smacked an announcer, uh, somebody right in the face, right? Oh, yeah. It was That's only right. on NBC News. Yeah. <laughs> John Stossel. John Stossel opened up his big trap. Yeah, I, I got no knees because of this stuff. So, yeah, I get it. I understand. But that was another amazing match. Uh, I say amazing a lot because I, I think they are. But we have it is. It is. After that. Because we're at 32 minutes already. You guys are you guys are you guys are going long. We get well, it. we've got just our three main events left. And the Gary's like, one take one. it home, and we're like, no. <laughs> I, I gotta get my stuff in. <laughs> the first main event match we had was crowning the very first IWR United States champion, and boy, did it have a big fight feel. I, yeah, it did. It did, uh, and due in large part to, to the ring announcing as well, because that's what we did. We did a nice big fight feel with it. My goodness, I wonder. I wonder if Scott saw. He, I'm sure he I'll, did. I'll send the video. <laughs> Scott's got the video already. He just watched it 14 times. He's so impressed. This match is the only one that I haven't watched back yet of those that are available on the internet because there's the uh, you know there's our our guy uh, Nate Thompson, but then there's also fan cams uh, that are on YouTube, and there's there's a fan cam of this match, and I just wanted to be able to really pay attention when I go back and watch it because it was so good. 
it's a master class. It is. I mean, you know, uh, I loved Trey Miguel, great and Trey Miguel, uh, No Way Home, because that's obviously him, right? He is. He is Spider Man, and uh, Chris Sabin has been a favorite for years. You know, uh, the Motor City Machine Guns, uh, just a Michigan legend, and just yeah, they put it on. They put on a show, and I know they've they've, they've faced each other before, and uh, like you said. 20 people or 20,000 people, you're going to get the same level of entertainment. And, and those two guys killed it. Absolutely killed it. Yeah. I, I've heard, I've heard several uh, different websites and uh, different people that, that covered the wrestling events that were there that said that there was a five-star match. Uh, yep. So where I was, I was super, super happy with the outcome. Uh, those guys put on a great show uh, and to do it in front of their boss, <laughs> Scott Demore right there. Uh, you know, it's just, and, Kidding, and their other boss, Gary, you know, Paulette right there. Yeah. Two bosses. It, it, it Two really bosses. speaks to Saban in particular that uh, I don't think there was a single person that questioned the change when the change was announced, that his reputation and, and, and his history speaks for itself, that being put into such a high-pressure situation where people expected to see a match that good and everyone was just like, well, yeah, that's awesome. Like that's that's a great replacement. Was was just I, I think had to be the universal response there. Yeah, oh, yeah. wonderful. I mean, Petey Williams would have been great, but uh, you know, like I said, I, I'm a I'm a big Saban fan. And uh, and talking to Chris before the match, you know, um, he's the he's the hometown guy, right? He's the guy from Michigan. Oddly, Trey Miguel lives closer to Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'd be hard pressed to find somewhere where Trey isn't one of the favorites. I mean, he's just a, a crowd favorite, and people, people and love still him. undefeated. And in still IWR. undefeated IWR, an IWR sanctioned match. As he is undefeated, and our champion, our U.S. champion, which puts us to IWR nine for uh, Trey. The next stop uh, would be his first title defense, and he's going up against the Mad Dragon Rohit. So I can't say of impact anymore because I think he is now a free agent. So is he really? Yeah. Well, he is also the trainer at the school up in Saginaw. So, uh, is it his school now? I believe he was going to take over that school. Yeah, he is. He's now the head trainer at the uh, UCW school in in Saginaw, and uh, I'm obviously a uh, a skilled guy, a technician who is uh, training the next generation already. And so that's uh, that's a great bout. And whoever comes out of it, I mean, this it's clear uh, what maybe not for the other championships yet. I think I know where they're headed, but uh, for the U S title specifically, this, this is shaping up to be the uh, for wrestlers, wrestlers and, and having it on a, on a guy like, like Trey or Rohit means getting a lot of attention in a lot of places because of the kind of matches that you could make having versatile wrestlers like that in there. It's, it's very exciting. Oh yeah. They, I, mean, I know, I know we'll get more. Before. But if you get fifty percent of, of what they went through to to over that impact uh, X division title, then this is going to be off the chain. It's going to be uh, Miguel Sabin uh, level next time we hit it in in, in February. Yeah, because uh, there we've had two impact uh, X division champions now. Was uh, Rohit was the X division champion back a few months ago when he uh, wrestled and uh, well, the last time I think he wrestled for IWR, and now I think we failed to say that. Uh, that Trey is actually the X Division champion right now, too. So we also had uh, Ace Austin. Was has Ace Austin been X Division champion? He has been. Yeah, he has been. I don't yeah. I even if he was at the time he was here, but I, I do believe he ha- he has been. So 
So that's three. Yep. But we are we are we are blessed to have such great impact wrestlers that join us. We have a couple people that want to say some stuff. Uh, if Connor needed my chair, he'd have to throw me in the ring with it because I would not be able to stand up quick enough. Um, that is, and the, he could, and he, and he could. <laughs> That's, yeah, I don't. I don't think that he would have trouble throwing any one of us. We'll so. save that for IWR nine. Jason Miller gets thrown in the ring with his chair. Wow, my wife's got an awesome photo of flying Legos. Yeah, there were people picking the Legos off the ground. So, oh yeah, share I'm, that on the uh, on the IWR page. If yeah, you any videos or pictures you have IWR, please share. And shout out to the crew uh, who cleaned up that ring in no time. That was a lot to. Uh, there, there was a lot left behind in that after that whole thing there, as you saw with the doors and the Legos, and the show just kept going. Yeah, pieces of Tanner and like I think Klontz's third vertebrae, and, uh, and an entire clucky had to be cleaned up. <laughs> Patrick's yes. awesome shirt, Joe. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, we were cleaning Tanners and Cluckies and. And Chris is oh my up after that match, so you need to be buy bigger dustpans, right? <laughs> bigger brooms. I told I told you Mark talks too much. <laughs> uh, let's see. We had a great time as always. What a great show! It was a great show. And IWR IWR nine coming up right around the corner. Uh, tickets on sale now. Uh, Purplepass.com backslash IWR nine. Uh, three championships on the line that that night. It's a true night of champions. So make sure you get your tickets for that. Skull and Bones needs to play the Miguel versus Save Match in their classes. I agree. It's definitely something you can watch and learn from. Yep. Yep. The, the, the psychology was awesome. The 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 uh, they had the crowd right off the bat because you know it's Chris Saban and, and Trey Miguel never lost them and wonderful stuff. Is that a Wookie? No. I live on Kashyyyk. <laughs> no, but uh, and another thing that uh, that I guess people didn't really know, I guess, until he said it was. His brother's birthday, Trey Miguel's brother's birthday, was on December 29th. And uh, it was a kind of an homage match to him that he passed away, I don't know how long, several years ago. And, you know, it's just what a, what a fitting champion to be crowned on a fitting day, you know. So it's just another great little tidbit. Rohit is a good guy to watch. He is a good guy to watch. He is a great wrestler. And uh, whoever picks him up if, is going to be lucky to have him. And we know IWR has him, so. By the way, if you need a co commentator, I'm available. Come on in. Sit down. Uh, I'm available to use as a prop to be thrown around. Oh, my goodness. This, is, this is getting blue, Rita. Right? This is PG, Rita. <laughs> All right. So uh, that brings us to our next match. Yes, that was uh, Madman Fulton and Dread King Logan. Those are two guys who I hope we also see more of in the future. Yes, yeah, yes. I mean, pillars, pillars of the of IWR right now. The, those two guys, and uh, they are every bit of Mad Men and Dread Kings. Uh, that's the truth. <laughs> I was surprised to see, and looking back on a, a fan video of this, the the full matches. Uh, 18 minutes and change. It was. Yep. I didn't realize it went that long. It was a brutal match, too. I mean, Madman had a plan. He executed the plan, and uh, I, some people were surprised about the outcome. But, yeah. Uh, Dread King really didn't take the loss, but he didn't get the win. He, he failed to answer the bell. So when the – basically un, unconscious for a second or two there, I don't know, just – it was it was a white stoppage from the, from, from the referee, so – 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it could have gone either way too. I mean, that's that's yeah. the magic of it. it. It could absolutely have gone either way. And uh, and I think that, uh, like I said before, you know, uh, Logan's not on national TV, but he should be. And uh, this is just another, you know, a, a piece of proof that, that that should happen. And he he did it well. You know, the last show he 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 uh, took a took a shot at Fulton to to get that spot, and it was an admirable showing. Admirable showing. Uh, Shane Douglas was there, of course. Yep. You know, uh, evil evil teacher and more evil student with with the Dread King. Shark and, of uh, love. Yep, he's working wonders. Working wonders. I think it really speaks when you talk about depth in in IWR and and the uh, the work that these two guys put in in this match. Uh, it's something when Shane Douglas is ever an afterthought. And Shane yeah. Douglas is not what we led with here, that, oh, the franchise was a part of this bout. It's like these two guys killed each other, and also Shane Douglas was there. So <laughs> that really says right. something about what they did. It's a two, two, great, two great competitors. Uh, I, I look forward to seeing more in the future. We forgot to actually mention uh, there was a little bit before that match with uh, the genetic jackpot. That's right. We were coming out of Joe intermission. Coleman. I introduced uh, Joe Coleman. And, uh, well, we, uh, I think that was when we had a, uh, a rowdy visitor again in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't think he'll be visiting anymore. Well, maybe yeah, this, he's had two or three times now he's, he showed up and the Dread King has had something to say to him every time. And, uh, this time Joe Coleman has something to say to him. And I, I love Dread King's response. Nobody beats up my fans, but me. Well, yeah, so, you know, to be a Murph, Dread King, Logan the guy's name Murph? Yeah, I believe Murph. it's Murph. Um, I, I interviewed him on the, the prior show, and he told me that he was training to be a pro wrestler. So, Well, he's I definitely going to take bumps, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's, so far, he's, he's only gotten mad. through ass-whooping class. And uh, uh, we'll, see if, we'll see if he gets any offense in, in future, yeah. future interactions. He's Ass whooping, being ass whooped clinic right now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nate Matson likes to give those lessons. Maybe those two guys should meet up. Well, there you go. I couldn't. I mean, if, if Murph is trained up and he wants his first match, I I would not mind seeing uh, Nate Matson take him take him to town. If anybody can shape him up, it would be Nate Matson. Let's see. Saving the Shelly were a great tag team. Yes, they were. They were. Yeah. Hey, maybe we could see them come to IWR. You never know. I, I, say, you never know who's going to be the IWR. We had James Campbell from WRF's Dave and Chuck the Freak this time. We had uh, Scott Liam Moore from Impact Wrestling. We had Darren McCarty, four-time Stanley Cup champion. We had uh, Rob Miller from Sci-Fi Series Face Off. We have Joe Barone. We have Mark Roberts. I mean, we have it all. You'll get much bigger than that. You'll get much bigger than that. We have three ECW stars that show up uh, on occasion, you know? Yep. Yeah. Shane Douglas has been a, pretty much a regular uh, helping out with Dread King, and it, it's it, Tommy's been in three times now. Uh, twice, three yeah, twice? last two. Yeah, December, yeah. December and February. So, oh, oh we've already seen that one. Oh, Rita. Oh, Rita. Oh, what happened <laughs> to Murph? We don't know. We don't know what happened to Murph. Uh, he Murph got a discount up. on his wrestling school tuition because he took so many shots in this last show. He gets beat up at IWR. He leaves and he shows up again next show. So I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. The cool part is he pays to get beat up. That's I mean, <laughs> that's that's Rita levels of masochism right there. He brings his family too. You know, just, they're all sitting there enjoying the show and watching watching Murph get beat up. Like, oh look, 
Dad's getting his ass kicked again. This is great, and we're not at home either. This is wonderful. <laughs> go, Murph, go. I'm well, curious to see what happens with this whole Joel Coleman angle, though. So uh, I don't know what his intentions were. I, mean, I don't think they really came out yet. So, but I don't know if it's a good yeah, idea. I mean, Joel Coleman's, a, uh, you know, he's he's no joke. No, so, no. You know, I, I if I were him, I'd be looking at uh, Trey Miguel or Raheed, whoever's the U.S. champion after this, and then maybe that heavyweight championship coming up next month. Yeah, and you know, there's like I said, let's get your guys' tape before we get to the. We have one more main event to talk about, right? Yep. Yeah, we've that, already talked a lot about both Tommy Dreamer and Rhino. That was their match with the Game Changers, who are not going to be happy that their names have not come up until now. The first thing that you should have said, Joe, was that the guy who's going to be on TV is obviously the wild card from the West Coast, Nate Bach. <laughs> I'll just try to do a whole hour without saying their names. But <laughs> again, you know, as annoying as they are, they're great. They're, they're, they're a great team. Uh, they got Bravo and. Uh, Good old uh, chin strap Jesus is is uh... Nate Bach had cornrows in the hair patch. There was actually there were braids in the patch of hair on the back of his. He has hair only right here. Right, and and it looks like something will be in one of your movies, Joe. <laughs> That's too scary. That's too scary. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was uh, another awesome match. I believe uh, Rhino and Dreamer got the victory, giving them. Given That's the- right. That gave Dreamer five minutes with Bravo, and uh, eventually, eventually, uh, Dreamer got him into the ring. It took a while to convince yeah. Bravo to get in there. It, it, well, I mean, it would take a while. But to, before we get to that, I think we should note that that uh, uh, Bach and Barrett could have won that. I mean, yeah. they, they could have won that. It, it, again, you know, it's it's not uh, how many years you've been doing it. The, the talent level here is is just top notch. And then, of course, Dreamer gets his time with Bravo, and I think that uh, the outcome of that match was the shock of the night. Yeah, uh, it, it goes. It had a little help, a little help for some Fuji dust, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was yeah. those shoes. Yeah. The shoes and the socks is you know hypnotized Dreamer and, and put him in a fugue state. But but you are right about the game changers, though. I mean, uh, don't take their you know their look and underestimate their in-ring ability because i mean just because they look like vanilla ice no <laughs> doesn't mean they don't wrestle like you know a, a seasoned vets i mean they're both really really good and they're a great tag team they're they a lot better tag team than they are individually uh nate has had a few setbacks individually but together man they're a they're a heck of a team now, Nate like, might be the reason that clucky had so much confidence going in there with connor so <laughs> yeah i could see that you know connor Nate, mirror images of one another. Go, Clucky, go. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up here shortly, but before I let you guys go and we uh, move on to IWR9, St. Valentine's Day Mayhem, the Night of Champions. Um, we already announced the Trey versus Rohit for the U.S. Championship. Uh, yep. Trey's defending his title for the first time. And uh, we got Rhino and Heath back together again, and it feels so right, versus DTA for the tag team championships. And uh, the other match we're going to have a uh, main event match at night is going to be a title for the world heavyweight championship, IWR world heavyweight championship. And, uh, that has not been announced yet, but I'd like to get your guys to take on maybe the four or five guys that you think uh, could be in there, could be in the running for that. Hmm. Uh, you want to go Mark? Or you want me to go? 
Well, I think we've already talked about about uh, some of them and, and how they went to war here. I would think that uh, Logan and mm-hmm. Fulton are two guys who would be uh, be in that picture. Um, yeah, I think that uh, Connor, somebody who could be in that picture. Mm-hmm. I don't know in Monroe you could ever get away with uh, not including Rhino as a possibility <laughs> in that picture. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of op- you you mentioned Joe Coleman so I should yep. keep that you yep. have that one but hey, what about Tommy I mean we've got two former ECW champions on the show you can't really discount either of them right or for that fact the franchise no not at all I mean absolutely like shows already you never know I mean that's the nice thing about IWR you don't know who's going to be here. Yeah, and, and for any of these championships, I don't think that we should discount that there could be people coming in from the outside who want a shot at it. I mean, look at the talent that's available in, in Michigan and throughout the Midwest alone, let alone fly-ins from anywhere else. I mean, Dan Severn lives here. That guy has held right. lots and lots of world championships. What We could see him get in the ring. I don't know. Just, it could be anybody. We could yeah, see I Joe Brony and Mark Andrews or Mark, uh, Mark, or Mark Roberts. Yeah, you know, and we the three of us could team together in a handicap match and all lose at once to anyone. Oh, goodness. <laughs> who, am I, who am I missing, Joe? Throw, throw out some others. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I mean, you know, those are, I think, obvious choices. I think that the roster is so deep that, you know, um, at any given day, Nate Manson could beat anyone. Yeah. On uh, any given day, um, MM3 could beat anyone. Uh, you know, and if, if you're looking at interested parties uh, that are that are that are looking inside on the inside here, um, Movado and DBA, yeah, you know, yeah. there's just there's there's some stacked talent in here. But I, I mean, I, I would agree. I think Fulton and Connor uh, and uh, uh, Logan would be probably my top three right now. DTA guys are all are all pretty thick. I mean, they oh, yeah. can't oh, yeah. see any of them. I, they've all held singles titles elsewhere, I'm pretty sure. Sam Beal can win says Patrick. Yeah, I mean, it could be anybody. Oh, Sam Beal, yeah, definitely. There's no weight limit to it. I mean, you know, there's no size limit to it. Anybody can be the heavyweight champion. So, I mean. I say Ox with the wig. Ox, uh, definitely with Without the wig. Without the wig? Nothing. I don't want to ever see Ox again unless he has that wig on. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It's like does four. that mean he has to do the uh, the earmuffs to keep it on? <laughs> yeah, why not? Put it throw on the headgear, definitely. But uh, it was a, to say the least, it was a fun show, guys. Uh, yep. You have to wrap it up. It's getting close to that hour, and uh, we don't want to lose fans. You know, it gets too no, long. People lose interest. We lose enough. The more I talk, you don't want to throw out some tag teams and U.S. title contenders too. It's getting oh. dark in this room. You you could. I thought you were turning. I thought you were going to sleep. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I thought we were just time for a nap. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, after after uh, Rhino and Heath face DTA, I mean, who knows? I mean, the winner of that match, loser of that match, DBA and Movado, or D, yeah, DBA and Movado. Yeah, or 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 DBA and MM3. Yeah, they've teamed. Uh, you know, the father and son connection uh, have, have teamed well. Or the game changers. Game, definite game changers. Yep. Or violent by design. Oh yeah. Or what? What? Which members of violent by design? Any of them? Any of them? Well, I would say any of them. But yeah, Joe and Joe and Cody, they both are Diener. They both loved it here. So yeah. Uh, and with uh, Joe Coleman back, he's a part of a of a, a pretty high profile tag team in the Midwest yeah. Indies. Uh, it could be anything. 
anybody, anything, anywhere. Uh, who kind of made a time? Yeah, kind of made a time. Just in time for us to say goodbye. Terry Gears, Low Expectations Podcast. Be back next Thursday live with uh, actor Stephen Vining, who uh, is if you've ever watched The Walking Dead, he's he's in mo- almost every one of the most memorable zombie moments there is. So uh, definitely be an interesting catch up with Steven. He's a great guy. Uh, we had him on our show once. Um, just he'll he'll be a lot of fun to talk to. A lot of insight on The Walking Dead. Uh, we might have some other people pop in. Who knows? You never know. Maybe Joe and Mark come back. I don't know. Maybe Ryan will be here. Who knows? Who knows? On his own show? What? Nah. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, anyways. Tickets are more of a name brand. He's just giving us the rub. <laughs> St. Valentine's Day Mayhem. Uh, February 17th. Tickets right now on sale. Get them now. They won't last. They will be gone. You'll be standing up watching it if you don't get your tickets. Uh, purplepass.com backslash IWR9. Great to have you guys uh, before we leave. You guys want to shout out any uh, links you guys have to follow you or anything you want to say before we go? No, any of the social media is at Joe Brony Talks. Come visit. Put things on there. Tell me how much I suck. I'll tell you how much you suck. It'll be a relationship. <laughs> you can find me on, on Facebook at uh, Mark Roberts and there is a uh, show coming up on the 15th. I'll be in uh, Saginaw for UCW. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys again soon, I'm sure. Um, be good. We're out. Thanks for having me. Thank Here's you so much. Patients podcast. I'm going to put my name first from now on. So, yeah, yeah, I, I did that. And uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, CastBox, you know, you know the routine. Get them, download them, like them, share them. We will talk soon. See you guys later.